0: trader, crypto podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Get everybody and
1: welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hope you're all well. Listen, I did a uh, podcast last week with one of the most amazing voices and talents in the industry here in Australia, especially the man, the myth, is Mike. Goldman. Now, Mike used to be the main guy for Big Brother here in Australia. He did a lot of stuff and you recognize his voice if you are Australian. If you are anywhere else in the world, well then let me Offer you the opportunity to joining myself and Mike in what is a podcast about cryptocurrency. It's light-hearted, it's good fun, and I tell you what, if you don't fall in love with the man at that moment, then you never will. Be sure to subscribe to his podcast as well. Have a look there; it's called On the Mic, and you can actually go through and see a bunch of other interviews he has done with some very interesting people all over the place. So, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast.
0: Have a great day. Hello, my name is Mike Goldman and welcome to On The Mic, the crypto show, cryptocurrency. What is it? People are becoming millionaires, in some cases, billionaires overnight. And so many people out there are jumping on at the last minute and thinking they're going to make a fortune and losing a fortune. So I, I've been following the crypto space a little bit for quite some time. Haven't really put a lot of money into it because I don't completely understand it. And I thought it's a great opportunity to meet someone I... Uh, a, been recommended to by uh, a mate from the 60 Minutes program, Tom Steinford, and he is here with us right now. It is Craig Cobb from Trader. Cobb. Hey, uh, good
1: guys. How are you?
0: Hey, mate, Thanks welcome to, to the me. show. Yeah, cheers. Appreciate it. And uh, Crypto World, how's it treating you?
1: Oh. And how the hell did you get into it? Oh, how's it treating me? I'll answer that one first. It's treating me uh, like a cruel mistress. It's uh, <laughs> a, lo- a lot of fun, but a lot of work. You know, the, there's a saying in crypto, you know, what happens in a week usually happens in a year in yeah. traditional markets. Yeah. So it's a, it's a twenty four seven market, like a literal
0: twenty four seven market. Stock market on steroids.
1: Yeah it is mate. I mean Are If you're you scared look at, to go to sleep? Uh, no I can't wait to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> But no, look, when you look at traditional markets like stocks and shares, you got five days a week sort of shuts down when the market shuts mm. down. Whereas, you know, with foreign exchange, you've got five and a half days yep. a week, 24 hours a day with cryptocurrency, mm. seven days a week, 24 hours yeah, a day. So it's, it's flat out, mate.
0: Well, there's a lot of people out there who are confused about it. Some people have no idea about it. So um, I'm just going to cut to the chase and do the basics first at the start of the show. And because uh, and, you'll explain it so much better than I could. And then uh, I want to go a little bit more in depth. I want to talk about different coins. I want to talk about ICOs. Uh, but let's, let's start with the basics. So people yep. who are watching this for the first time know nothing about the blockchain, know nothing about Bitcoin. They've read a little bit in the newspaper and they thought it was a load of crap that you might win off a video game. <laughs> let's explain it.
1: Oh, look, to, I'll try and make it in a nice, you know, easy way to understand. Effectively, it's a new marketplace. So, you, you know, if you, the best way to describe it is think about the Internet. Dot com. Okay, yes, we saw it boom. Yes, we saw it bust. And funny, when people talk about the dot com, it's, it's immediately followed by the boom and bust. Yeah. Uh, and so in that respect, markets evolve in that way, they do tend to boom, then they bust. And then things like Google, Yahoo, eBay, all these bigger businesses that, that are around that have a legitimate use case, emerge in that space. Now we're seeing this in cryptocurrency. And I, I like to When I consider what I do, I I talk more about blockchain Mm -hmm. um, than cryptocurrency, because Mm -hmm. for some reason, the connotation with cryptocurrency is you're Mm -hmm. a bit mad. Do you think the whole world is going to be working with, you know, paying with Bitcoins and whatnot? Mm -hmm. Maybe not, no. But will it play a part? Yes. So it's a new technology. It's a new space. Blockchain effectively is an online ledger. So uh, a really good use of a really good description or, um, you know, Understanding of how it's actually used is something like voting. And, and there's an amazing Australian ICO that's happened. It's a company there called Horizon State. Mm. Um, Plug to them for free. There you oh, go, I boys. Yeah, down. Horizon yeah. State HST is uh, the code State. Okay, cool. Yeah. So Jamie's a good mate of mine now, um, and effectively, and it's, I use it because a it's a great product. It's Australian. I think it's a, it's doing really really good things, but also. Uh, amazingly, it does sort of encapsulate what blockchain's for. It's an online ledger. Mm. It's there. It can't be manipulated. It yeah. can't be hacked. It's mm-hmm. a fact. Yeah. So they're doing voting. So you remember the plebiscite, how, how much of a wonderful experience oh that my was? God. How costs, we didn't waste any money.
0: billions to do it. It's a joke. Okay. So imagine
1: taking 120 million and making it say 2 million. And... Don't have to recount it. There's none of this crap around it. Yeah, It is what it is. And we can do it from our smartphones.
0: Is that going to happen? Is that the future? Is that what we're going to be using the blockchain for as well as cryptocurrency? Absolutely. And this is the sort of technology that it is. It can
1: revolutionize. It can speed up. It can cut costs. And it really is. It's changing the way that the world doesn't just do business. Mm. It votes. It operates. And we actually transact. Mm. So it's a completely, you know, world changing mm. technology, mm. very disruptive c- technology mm-hmm. in a lot of businesses, i.e. banks. Mm-hmm. Um, think think of when Uber came in, right? Yeah. Taxi, right? I, I, got, I got kids, yeah? Mm. I'm in Bondi, get to the airport. I also had an office in Double Bay. I mm. go to Double Bay at 3.30 in the afternoon trying to get a taxi to Double Bay, no chance. Because Ridiculous. you call up, you order it and, and mm. they won't come. because it's, like, oh, it's a $10 fare, I'm not doing that. Uber steps in, boom, they're there every single time I want it. Why was Uber able to take market share? Because taxi wasn't doing what we wanted. Mm. It's the only
0: way you can and, dominate. And why is Taxify taking over from Uber? Because Uber is taking too much money from the taxi drivers. So they've cut it back and made the fares cheaper and now Taxify is taking over. So it, 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 it's, it's basically yeah, they're a disruptor. Would you say they're disrupting the banks? Yes. Traditional
1: system. Obviously, Horizon State being blockchain for voting, that's not going to disrupt the banks because it's got nothing to do with the banks. But there are other technologies like, you know, a a big area uh, in banking is the unbanked. So when I say the unbanked, I was looking at investing in a coconut water uh, company in the Philippines. And part of that business was actually banking the unbanked. So these guys climb the trees, get the coconuts, so they get X amount in their hands, and they go and blow it on whatever they blow it on, come home and the kids get whatever's left, the food on the table is whatever's left. Now, that doesn't help the society that doesn't help that area to grow and, and, and become, you know, less of a third world country and move up the ranks because it just doesn't go anywhere. Uh, these people that are not banked require on cash and a lot of things can happen theft, robbery, all this sort of stuff if these people that are not banked because they've got to go to a bank they've got to open up an account they're rural um, there's a whole lot of hurdles we think it's really easy because we live in the way in the world that we live in right mm. we are pretty tech savvy mm. the very fact that i've got a microphone here and the very fact that these people are watching it explains that they have a little bit of uh, tech savvy about them if you're a coconut farmer in the middle of the Philippines, yep you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so the unbanked is a huge thing that these banks were really keen to work with us because I worked with this company because I didn't end up investing, uh, mm. work with this company to get those people banked. So there's a disruption in the fact that fees for banks...
0: But the bank fees are to, a joke. Right. And you, you always see fees, you're like, why don't I just pay $380 just to have an account for a year when they've got my money in their, in the bank they're and using they're, they're it. using it. They're using it. They're profiting. The, the banks have absolutely been screwing us for too long, and yeah. is is this going to make the the banks more competitive, or are the banks just going to say fuck it and just put our interest rates up? Who you knows? Know. Well, look, the,
1: look, it comes back down to the the way business works, right? It's it's mm. supply and demand, and it's competition. So we mm. talked about we talked about Taxify, yeah. we talked about these disruptive technologies. competition. If we've got yeah. something that the bank, we go right, O bank. I'm gonna use this, the banks yep. are gonna go, and what they're doing, we, I'm seeing in this space, like some of my payment gateways have been shut down because I'm high risk.
0: Yeah, I that's mean, happened I'm, to me too, like trying to buy Bitcoin and yeah. and, and banks have said, no, right. sorry, you can't do that, can't can't put money into that uh, Bitcoin exchange. Anyway, let, let's get into that more, but this is just at the start of this, I just wanna right. get into the basics and, and explain um, how the blockchain works. So if so, someone's traditionally been using a, a banking system their whole life, where you go to the bank with your card, you get your money out or you go to the ATM, um, where is all your Bitcoin stored in this blockchain? And how does it exist? Uh, can you briefly explain to us uh, how people have these computers all over yep. the world that are linked? Yep. And that's where the ledger system is contained? And how do they get paid? And how do they have a share? Because then it starts to make sense to people. Who don't yeah, understand. yeah, no,
1: fair enough. I got a bit passionate about that. it will go back uh, back to what you actually
0: asked me. Hey, So
1: basically, the way it works and the way it's unhackable, uh, that's a big thing, right? Yeah. If there's a data storage, Uh, and it's all, the Commonwealth Bank, let's use this as an example, all their data's housed wherever they house it. I'm sure they've got lots of different points, but this is in one central place, which means that it can be hacked. That's why they spend so much on security, right? Now, if that, uh, if that data is held not in one space, but held in millions of computers all around the world, simultaneously simultaneously, you need to hack all those millions of computers around the world. Mm. It's an honest transparent system that mm. cannot be hacked. Yeah. Exchanges on the other hand can be hacked. So yeah. if you were to buy Bitcoin, that transaction goes, and I use Bitcoin because it's the most common one, that yeah. transaction goes on the blockchain. You get a series yeah. of numbers and codes and that is your transaction. Yeah. Right? don't lose that transaction because that's where it lives. You lose your, tra-
0: you know, you lose it. Hmm. But, and it's stored in it's exchanges, stored. or you can store it in a cold wallet, like a cold which wallet, a Trezor or a nano wallet.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you can choose a nano wallet, you yeah. can have a, um, a, a Trezor wallet, which yeah. I use. You can even have it on a MyEther wallet, which yeah. is an online thing. And basically that's just a record of the blockchain, yeah. your
0: little snapshot of that. So if we're confusing yeah. you and, and you're losing the plot, just a little bit here, trying to get your head around Simplify this.
1: Simplify it like this, yeah. okay? Um, it's essentially a block. So here's one transaction, here's another transaction, here's another transaction, so on and so forth forever and a day. It can't be hacked because those one transactions don't sit in one place. They are managed across a massive computer network around the world. These are your miners uh, that you know get paid a little bit to do this. So the miners so are the people who own those,
0: those computers and for every transaction, they get a little blink of a Bitcoin for doing a Bitcoin transaction. That's exactly. how they make their money and that's why they have their computers That's there. how
1: the ecosystem exists, yeah. all right? So as it grows, there's more computers, it makes it even more harder to hack. Now, mm. because of all those little blocks, one of those is your transaction. Mm. You've got to keep the details of that transaction yeah. to yourself. Now, whether mm. you do that on a internet wallet, mm. whether you do that on the exchange, yep. or whether you do it in a cold storage wallet, mm-hmm. they're your option.
0: That's your private key. That's your and you private key. you don't want anyone to see a private key. key. Otherwise, that's like them just, they can use that to take your money and they can buy whatever they like on the internet.
1: Correct. Or they can
0: just steal all your yeah. Bitcoin. And, and you, but you can, you can buy so many amazing things already. Like there's people selling houses of Bitcoin. I um, I went to buy a new laptop online the other day and a guy said he took Litecoin. I'm like, are you huh. kidding me? That's just bizarre. So yeah. it, it is becoming more and more used all over the world. Um, okay, so uh, I, I think we've covered it. Um, basically, just want to go through what an exchange is yeah. where, where, you, where you can actually store your private key and where you can buy... Uh, with, with U.S. dollars or Australian dollars, depending on what exchange it is, you use different um, money from all over the world, yep. uh, you can buy different coins. Some Australian ones only have like Bitcoin, Ethereum, yep. Litecoin, but you have to travel overseas, well, online, travel yeah, overseas yeah. to be able to buy other coins. Um, you mentioned those uh, sites can be hacked and there has been in the past uh, a site being hacked. And the way to protect yourself is with one of those offline wallets to store your private key. Correct. Um, Just briefly on the one that was hacked, hacked, is that going to happen a lot more?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's risks associated with everything. The difference between a bank, because I mean, how many, who has had their bank account have some sort of fraudulent transaction? Mm. Yeah, I have. Nearly everybody's got a story about that. The difference between bank hacking and crypto hacking Mm. or exchange hacking is that the banks will tend to give you money back mm-hmm. whereas if it happens on an exchange they sometimes do but it depends on the size of the hack now they get hacked uh, frequently mm. the bigger ones don't tend to get hacked so the way it works is the, the way it generally works as you described you can buy bitcoin like on ethereum mm. which, you know the majority of your top 3 to 6 yeah. on most of the larger exchanges and an exchange is where my let's say when I want to buy $10,000 of bitcoin to then buy you know, $1,000 of each of these smaller other tokens or coins as well. $10,000 goes in, I buy, let's say one Bitcoin. All right, from that Bitcoin, I can then send that Bitcoin or a fraction of that Bitcoin because you don't have to buy one full Bitcoin. That's another mm. thing that people don't understand. Mm. You can buy point one, you can buy yeah. $100 of bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and that opens up another kettle of fish, which is mm. brilliant. And I'll go into that later. But effectively, I can then send from the exchange that Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever it may be, mm. to another platform, and it's like a brokerage account. So if I'm, uh, we'll stick with you know traditional markets. If I've got money in a Commonwealth Bank account, mm. and I hate to give them press, but <laughs> <laughs> they're the biggest. Um, if I was to sort of want to you know move that into a Comsec stockbroking account, yeah. my money goes from my bank account to my brokerage account, and then I can buy one of the you know, plethora of different Australian securities that I wish to purchase. Okay, mm-hmm. it's similar. And that's all ASIC regulated. That's how that world rolls. In cryptocurrency, it's the same so the way to understand it, it's the same concept, mm-hmm. money goes into Bitcoin, Bitcoin goes to wherever you want it to go. And they're your brokerage platforms. Mm-hmm. Now different platforms offer different tokens and coins. So that's where you can then look to build your portfolio mm-hmm. um, without going into too much detail because we could go in a bloody rabbit hole. Oh yeah, that's, and that's um, the thing that's with this. You
0: can just go diving yeah. down and you can open so many crazy caves of crypto talk. So- uh, It doesn't but, take too long to learn
1: though, it, I will say it, that.
0: It doesn't, and you, you described it very well. And I think to a lot of people who are just getting started uh, and getting their head around it, I think that, that definitely helps um a funny story about my uh my little nephew he he's actually the person who introduced me to cryptocurrency he's uh he's 15 or when he was 15 (laughs) he's he's, uh 16 now uh but he uh really really wanted this computer and the way he did it he borrowed money off his mum, and it had a really high powered hard drive which was um great for playing uh video Video games. games and that that high powered hard drivers could also mine cryptocurrency. Yep. So he mined cryptocurrency <laughs> on this computer until he had enough money, he paid back his mum and he didn't mine anymore. And I'm like, dude, keep mining. I've, I've been hearing about this. I'm gonna buy you banks of computers. We're gonna have them in rooms, fill them, and we're gonna make billions. <laughs> and he's like, no nah, man, I, I just want to play games. And <laughs> like, are you kidding? Yeah. This could be your career. Yeah. Uh, so many young people are getting their head around around it and a lot of old people are just going, nah it's, it's a fad, it's not gonna work. Why is it going to stick around? And what would you say to the older generation out there that would make them change their mind?
1: Mate, you, first of all, you've just hit the nail on the head as to why I think this market's so exciting. Uh, two things, one, it's as you just described, Like when I was eight or nine, I, I sold chocolate coated snakes at my rugby club because I wanted to buy a boat and I wanted to buy a drum kit and I wanted to buy heaps <laughs> of stuff that I couldn't buy because I was eight, I couldn't get a job, right? <laughs> so that, Cryptocurrency is becoming that yeah, to a certain extent for a lot of kids, yeah. especially gaming competent kids, because they're so. I mean, look, I, I, you know, I'm 33 now, about to turn 34 in three days. Cool. Um, but like my generation and the entrepreneurs of my generation, what we did was physical stuff. We didn't have the outlet and the and the the smarts, the the training, and the outlet like like technology does now. So it's opening up more doors. The most exciting thing for me is that I mean. We, I'm still in that bracket, you're somewhat close to that bracket. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a little bit older. And um, what it's done is we, we often see people, uh, older men and women making decisions that we have to live with for longer. Brexit's the perfect example yeah. of mm-hmm. that old people voting for young people's futures yeah are we sick of that yeah yes we are what this is actually doing is not just bringing power back to us Mm. it's giving us a voice and it's giving us a consumer spend Mm -hmm. and investment platform that we didn't normally have i'm very excited about this because they never teach you in school how to be an entrepreneur they never teach you in school how to run a business they never teach you in school how to manage money Mm. they teach you how to be a worker and that's all good right i'm you know it is what it is, mm. but this opens up a doorway for us to have young people with interest get in. And mm. the best thing about it is, you know, think about, you know, when I was sixteen, I, I started buying shares at sixteen, mm. um, but I didn't do it directly. Okay, I had other people, adults, do it for me. Yeah, you know. I couldn't do it. Mm. There was no way in. Yeah. Now even eighteen nineteen, you go, you've got you got a thousand bucks that you've you've made and you know you saved a thousand dollars and mm. you know you you, you want to do something with it. Are you gonna pick up the telephone and speak to a stockbroker? No. No, because they're probably gonna belittle
0: you mm.
1: and you don't you, you're intimidated. And, because and not these just are big that, you know,
0: the other thing that stockbrokers do, which really pisses me off, is they push stocks that they're going to make a cut from. And yeah. they push stocks to... Stockbrokers have been given money from different organizations to say, hey, you got to, you sell enough stock, we'll give you a cut. And then when you realize that stock turns to shit, they sell it and they, they get a cut from that as well. So I, I fucking hate stockbrokers. And I've been, I've been ripped off by a couple in the past because back, back when that mining boom was happening, yeah. I had a little bit of money I wanted to put into it and wanted, wanted to try and do something with it rather than just having it sitting in a bank. And I, I, t- I took it to this asshole in Brisbane and he's like, oh, no, mate, you got it all wrong. Oh, you need to invest in this company and that company. And trust me, I, I, know, I know people with a lot of money who've been, been doing this for a very long time. You, you can't just put it all into BHP. And, and like, I would have done really yeah. well, but I listened to this dick. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's 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 where there's a lot of uh, mistrust in the in the stockbroking industry, and and in the stock market because one people don't know. Um, the the balls of it yep. and, and where it's all happening and and things like that can happen as well when it comes to stockbrokers but and the cryptocurrency side of it I think people really have to do their own research absolutely you're responsible and if if you are responsible <clears> 110 percent <throat> yourself for every single cent that you put in and if you just hear some bloke on the bus talking about a coin and you put some money and think you're going to make it and you're spewing because you got ripped off well you you deserve to be ripped off because you like I invested in I'll just tell you from my experience. I um, when I first bought some Bitcoin after my little nephew made some, I thought <laughs> I'm gonna get out of this. So I made a little bit, and um, I, I started having a look into certain ICOs. And um, mm. a, a friend of mine said he'd invested in one called C20. Do you hear that one? Yeah, that's an Australian. Uh, it's South African guy.
1: But it's, um, it's it's the one. Is it the one where it's like a it's, it's index like Ban- fund? It's,
0: it's like Vanguard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like the S and P 500. Yeah, so it's, it's an index fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah these right. guys, these guys invest in the, yep. in the top twenty coins, yep. and that, that double net went really well. But I actually um, reached out online to speak to the people that were running it, and I, and I watched the people that were starting up this coin, and and I spoke to them, and I said, and you know, what are you, how are you doing this? Are you you're willing and do it, interested in doing interviews on shows? Mm. And th- these guys were everywhere, and you know you trust your gut gut instinct, and you also do a bit of research in the people that are starting a coin, and then you you think about investing Absolutely. into it rather than just jumping on the bandwagon because a lot of people are doing that. Oh mate,
1: A huge amount of people are doing that. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, like TraderCobb.com, which is my education stuff, mm. that's, it's it's a passion project. I mean, sure, it's a business. Don't get me wrong. I want to make mm. some money with it. But I mean, at the end of the day, w- when I came into crypto, because I've been trading for 11 years in traditional markets, I uh, got a, bit, dis- a bit, bit over it, you know um and crypto came about i was introduced to it in 2013 sort of kicked it out the back door because i'm like i need volatility i need volume and there wasn't either now it's there and i was looking around researching going you know who are the people to follow who are the people to respect who do i learn from here Mm. and whilst i was looking at how my strategies played out in the market because i watched for a Mm. while until i felt like okay game on we're Mm. in here we're bang on the money cool um but you know there's a lot of shit out there yeah uh and the th- here's the thing, right? Uh, one of my sayings is even a turkey can fly in a hurricane, mm-hmm. right? Right now, there's a lot of turkeys that are flapping around because the wind is <laughs> up. They go. Yeah. Now the issue I have is that all people on the. I'm a technical trader, so I read charts. You know, I'm looking at charts, all this sort of stuff, and I've got checklist strategies around that. So mm-hmm. it's very disciplined, very logical, and mm-hmm. very straightforward. The way I trade is the way I talk to you. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be the smartest dude in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically what it comes down to is I I saw people that were doing all this crap, stuff that I learned in year one and year two at Mm. becoming a trader myself, and I'm like, damn, they're making money because Mm. even a turkey will fly in a hurricane. Once this market goes into a consolidation period, so Mm. the NASDAQ didn't exist. When the NASDAQ existed after the dot-com and all the tech stuff happened, Mm. it's now a normal market. It fluctuates Mm. relatively normal Mm. apart from at the moment with the crash that's going on. Massive volatility. But for the most part, it, it tracks and trades fairly you know, like a normal market. Cryptocurrency doesn't. Mm. It's in its growth phase. It's in its infancy. Mm. It goes nuts. Now, my concern was all these people that are learning bad habits now, make money now, but once it levels out, they're going to be exposed. Yeah. Because 95% of the people that are trading crypto right now, it's just it's just a statistic. Yeah. But I believe, couldn't go and do what I do. I can go, on my, if, if cryptocurrency disappears tomorrow, I'll go back to trading FX, commodities, all mm. that sort of stuff, because my strategies are robust. Mm. They've been honed over years. These people, their strategies will not work in that market. So I'm yeah. trying to empower people, mm. if you're gonna start, Start properly, manage your risk, and know what the right thing to do is, mm. and that's the whole point of what I'm trying to do. not believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Yeah. Like There's, if you
0: see an ICO, which is an independent coin offering, where someone is launching this new coin that's going to do all these amazing things, yeah. Look at look at their business model and and see. Okay, well they're spending ninety percent of the money that they make on marketing. On marketing, <laughs> you know that that is going to be a scam. But if if they're spending like sixty or seventy percent of the money on on staff and people who are there that are are building networks and working working with different companies to to expand their business yeah. as a part of that coin, then you know that you might be onto something.
1: Yeah, there's the, uh, the, the, again, to try and keep it relatively simple, because this, this, like I say, it's a rabbit hole, man. Like we can go, where we could, we could end up, you know, on, on the moon. Mm. That's where our conversation could go. Yeah. To, to keep it simple, so coming back to the research side of it yeah. for, for your viewers, there's three things that I typically look for. Uh, one, which is the most important to kick it off, mm. is does this need to be on the blockchain? Or are we just saying dentist on the blockchain? Yeah. ICO,
0: money. DentaCoin. coin. I yeah. saw that the other day. Like <laughs> See, the, my, my girlfriend's a dental nurse. And she's like, oh, what's that dental coin? <laughs> I should invest in that, shouldn't I? Your what, teeth the, on the blockchain. Because people, people <laughs> are just going, oh, yeah, because it's got the word dentist in it, and I'm a dentist. And, and a lot of these, these companies that are launching these coins, they, they actually have nothing to do with a real business. Correct. And there are some who, who do actually have things that they do in the real world. Yeah. So three uh, things, yeah? yeah?
1: So three things. One does this need to exist? Like, mm. is, it, is this going to shift anything? Is this going to change anything? Is it going to make anyone's world better? Is this going to help us as a human race to, well, I mean, when I say human race, is it going to make driving a car better? Is it going to make booking a holiday cheaper, mm. faster, more efficient and better options? These yeah. sorts of things, you've got to think about is there a real world case for this or mm. is this just bullshit? Mm. Uh, second thing you need to consider is does the token have any um, significance? Like, Is it, Do they need to have the token or is this just a money grab? Like, Mm. Does it need to be used for for this project to work? And thirdly is your team. If you can get those three things, and look, you're not gonna do that in your first one, research, learn, research, learn, find good sources of information, read, learn, read, Mm. learn, takes a bit of time, but you know, what's worth having that doesn't, mm. you know, if you're committed to it, you'll be fine. Mm. If you just want to do a hobby, only risk a small amount. Mm. But they're the three things when it comes to investing, that mm. I look for and I'll, I'll be honest, I, I'm not a blockchain expert. man. Mm. I'm, I'm not a fundamental expert in this marketplace. Yeah. I'm a technical trader. And that's what I'm really, really good at. So you're good, you're good at. at
0: reading the charts, reading the stats, doing the research, and then, and then giving the reliable advice to your clients.
1: Yeah, not so much advice. Yeah. Um, I, I guide by showing them a way that they can do it. Mm. At the end of the day, I, I never give a tip. So I don't tell people ever what to do. And I mm-hmm. never have never will. Yeah, I'm trying to bottom line is I'm trying to empower people that want to be empowered. Mm. I've got the experience, I got the results, I got the track record, um, and I've got the voice. Mm. So those three things, if I can help somebody who's you know looking around, I don't know what to do. That's Where right. do I
0: put my money in this crypto thing?
1: That's right. So I'm just trying to help people uh, and it's not advice and it's not telling them what to do or what they should do. Mm. It's if you would like to learn how I go about my day mm. and how I go about trading myself, I'll give you the strategies, I'll give you the structure, I'll give you the routines, I'll give you everything I possibly can for you mm. to make your own decisions because that's you know, the old saying, teach your man a man of fish, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to help people. I don't want them reliant on me. Mm. I don't want them reliant on anybody. Yeah. I want them to be educated, intelligent human beings that can make their own decisions. That, that's in the truly right direction. empowering.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what what would be some of the dodgiest coins you've heard out there? Because I saw one yesterday called PantyCoin. Oh, yeah. And, and there was even stories that say why we should be taking panty coin seriously. And like they must pay people to 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 put these stories up there. And but, but there are ones that sound dodgy. That are a little bit creepy. Like I've I've got a friend who I won't mention his name, but he's set up in in Thailand, and he's launching a coin where uh, it pays coins to models all over the world uh, who speak to other photographers photographers <laughs> who want to speak to this so they buy the coins and they give them to these models all over the world and so that's that's something that is being utilised and used it's actually an actual business that they're doing yeah. and there's a lot of other things like that there's a dodgiest there's a few dodgy ones out there but there that, that's I mean hey I know my friend's probably going to watch this so hey I think it's it's a good idea and I'm sure you'll make money out of it but <laughs> but it, like dodge coin it's even called dodgy yeah and it started on nothing and the guy who started it he's he, broke he, 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 sold, he sold out our but uh, he made a joke. thirty grand or something. He started it as a joke, but people are still putting money into it and taking yeah. it out. Why? 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 Look, yeah. the, the, the,
1: the, a lot of the, a lot of this thing, a lot of this happens in the market because the volatility, right? Mm. I mean, that's one of the things that's really concerning ASIC, and fair enough too, and, and a concern to the rest of the world is the volatility. Yep, I get it as a trader. That's what I love. That's perfect for me.
0: Yeah, Give volatile, me a volatile yeah.
1: market any day of the week. Because you can
0: figure out when it's up and when it's down. Actually, I've job. got a friend of mine who lives in Thailand, who might be that same guy, but I'm not going <laughs> to say. He, he invests a lot in, uh, in cryptocurrency as well, obviously. But he changed, you know how they, they, have, they call them candlesticks when it's yeah. going up and going down. And uh, when it's going down, it's red, and when it, and it's going up, it's green. green. But he flipped the colors because he only buys when it goes down. So when it's going down, it's green. He's going, yes, buy that. Because you want to buy when things are down. But as long as it's it's a good coin,
1: yeah, that's right. And there's there's two sides to it. Mm. There you go to the coin. Do You get that? You like yeah, that? Yeah, I like so that. It? That's yeah. good. You good. could have your own show. Thank you. Uh, so basically, there's two sides to the coin. There's investing and in there's trading. Mm. Now I do both, um, and that's important. When there's a dip and there's a good project, yeah, yeah, I'll buy. Any yeah. spare fiat, fiat. You know, yeah. we don't use that word very often, but yeah, you're yeah. in crypto you say it every day. Yeah. So fiat, I.e. Australian dollars, yeah. US dollars. If I've got spare fiat,
0: globalist KZ. confetti, as some people in the crypto space yes. like to call it. Yes, that's right. Mm. So it, eventually, it's not going to be worth anything, is what a lot of people think. Well, that's right. In You're the crypto looking, space. It,
1: open your wallet and pull out a piece of paper. Mm. We, look, we got cool money. Let's yeah. be honest. Like, we have awesome money. Australian. We have the best money we in the got, world. We in Australia. do. We do. We do. That American stuff is all floppy. The, mm. the, the the stuff that you get in London is
0: too big. And did you see? Um, I'm sorry, we're going off the topic for <laughs> we a second. Are. But yeah, we're going down the rabbit hole. I tried to keep it serious yeah. at the start. But the University of Michigan just recently did a study on um, how much money is actually floating around, how much US dollars is floating around. And there is trillions of dollars unaccounted for, which basically says that the US has just been printing, printing, printing money. Mm. And it's keeping its value when really it should be losing its value because they're making they're making so much of it. Whereas crypto, like you only have a it's certain amount of Bitcoins there, a certain amount of Ethereum, a certain amount of Litecoin, and it's there. It's on the blockchain chain. You can see it. No one's just printing it out and handing it out. Like the US are, it so, makes
1: more sense.
0: Yeah, and that's probably yeah. one of the reasons why a lot of people think that it's going to change the world. Like I was, I was talking to a guy uh, at Seven Eleven in the city the other day because there's a um, a Bitcoin ATM, and I was people were not taking money out of it; they're putting money into it yeah. to put it on the blockchain, and uh, and he was raving about it because he can send money to his family in India. Yeah. For free, whereas he, if he sends it because his, his family are in a a, a a backward back uh, in the middle of nowhere they had banks place sort of stuff, yeah, yeah, and they um, they'd send money by uh, might be something like Western Union, but not Western Union. I Can't remember what it was, and um, and sometimes the money they wouldn't know, uh, you know, where it was. they they'd get a, like 10, 20 percent of the money taken away Cause in commissions because it's yep. going through three, four, five, six, seven yep. banks along the way. Yep. Um, so how do you think that um, crypto can change the world along those lines? And, and what, are, what are the advantages of using it as opposed to, you know, the US dollar, for example?
1: Well, the first advantage is it has an intrinsic intrinsic value. It, you know, the US dollar used to be powerful, well, it still is powerful, but for different reasons. Mm. Uh, the US dollar used to be backed by gold. So it was underpinned by something of value. It was That's how it started. It was a loan. You had gold and you were a miner. You brought the gold to that, you know, gold shop. Whatever it was, the the exchange you'd give them your gold and they'd put it in the safe and then they'd give you a certificate saying you had this much gold, and, and that's how it worked. Then what what these smart bankers started doing was that they started going, hang on, we can actually give up more paper than we have in gold. Ah, boom! That's how that's how it began. So it's just gone out of control now. Mm. You know, um, oh, we're in trouble. GFC. I oh, know, let's just print more money. How's that fair? How, how's that how's that fair to the rest of the world? It's not- it's not an even playing field. But mm. what do they do? Well, you know, they, they they have these big, big, you know, Americans love guns. They love being armed. They've got a lot of armament, you know. Mm. So they're underpinned by weapons, is my view, as opposed to underpinned by gold. Yeah. In cryptocurrency, there is not an infinite number of dollars that we can have in circulation. Yeah. There is a finite amount. Mm. Uh, and that represents value. That's one side of it. The second side of it is the borderless transactions. Mm-hmm. It's... Very quick. Bitcoin, not so much. The blockchain's quite slow. They're, That's going That's gotta get a bit quicker
0: it. though, isn't it? changing, changing the, the nodes. The Lightning
1: Network, they're Lightning. looking at that. It will speed up. Bitcoin has to speed up if it mm. wants to be anything other than just digital gold. Mm. Yeah. Store of so though. getting
0: across borders, moving quick, things quicker. Quick and
1: fast. Uh, the other side of it is the fees are minimal. Mm. Like, you don't even notice them. As you said, I, I, when I lived in mm. London, you know, I had to send money and that, and God, it cost such a fortune. Rip off. Massive rip off. Well, this does not rip you off. Mm. Um, And again, you know, it it brings back the control to the people that Mm. if you've got a little bit of money, even if it's $100, Mm. you can get involved in something that is bigger than what you're in right now, whether whether you're a laborer, whether you're a doctor, whether you're, no matter what walk of life you're at, you are able to invest into something, Mm. especially now, that is accessible. Mm -hmm. It's life changing for many people. I'm not saying that everyone makes money because there's two sides Mm. to that coin. Again, people do lose money. Education is key. But it, it's opening up a new world of investors. It's yeah. bringing in more people and it's making
0: transactions and we're becoming more of a global community. And, and some countries around the world where their dollar isn't worth shit and their their governments are corrupt as fuck, uh, the people in those countries are turning to cryptocurrency because they can earn actual real money that's worth a lot more than their own money that, in the country that they're living in. And they can, yeah. it, that'll help drag a lot of those countries out oh. of poverty, I believe.
1: Uh, it, it's, it's inflation-proof. Mm. You know we don't we don't get faced with that because it's not central to one government mm. and that's where a lot of the world's woes occur. Mm. Uh, occurs i mean the wo- you look at corruption mm. where there is massive you know corruption we tend to have massive inequality massive poverty massive haves and massive have-nots mm. which cause more violence more unsteadiness more people to be hurting upset yep. in bad positions and who like realistically we all have this ideal, right? Well, I would like to think so, mm. that everyone can get along, everyone can have a good time, and mm. everyone can be okay. Mm. That's not the world we live in. No. That is just not, in Australia we're okay, but I mean, you, you were to certain parts of Sydney, right? Mm. And I, you think, How, how's this person living like this? Like, mm. look at all this around us, and we can't help this person. And, mm. you know, people throw it down as, oh, they're a drug addict, or they're this. Everyone's got a story, everyone's got everyone's stuff got to deal story. with. Yeah. Why can't we help these people? And mm. and. And that to me, this industry, this blockchain, this, this technology and, and this movement, there's a lot more compassion in it. It's, it's not just a money grab. For some people it is, but I like to, like, I'll invest in projects that I think will help. Yeah. I don't care to make money on that, okay? Mm. I want to support change. And this is a way that I can do that. And we as a society can do that. Mm. And you know what? We might even make a few bucks on the way. Mm. So it's a win-win. I, I just don't see the like. I'm 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 ne- I'm right into this, right? Like mm. I've gone from traditional markets doing that day in and day out, mm. where it is just you know hammer and tongue. I've always traded for myself, run my own pro, run my own show type thing. Um, never really gone down the banks or hedge funds. I've had a little fund in London, but it was always me because I wanted to not be have to be in that nine to five crap. Mm. Sorry for you. are. It's just the way I, I just don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, but uh, enough. I mean? Me too. I think we're all like that. To we're all extent. like that. Yeah, we all we all want that life. That's we all right. want your life. Well, if you want mine, I'm pretty <laughs> bloody busy at the moment. But
1: you know what I mean. Like it's. I think it can change a lot of the way that we think, the way that we do, and the actions of us can help others. And that's that's the real pull for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, let's go a little bit down the uh, the rabbit hole for a second. Uh, who is Satoshi Nakamura? And he <laughs> Nakamoto. apparently Nakamoto. <clears throat> Uh, he invented the blockchain and he put us all in in this mess. <laughs> and, and so, because there's a few conspiracy theories going around as to who he is. There's an Australian guy that said it was him and he didn't want to talk about it ever again. Uh, there's rumors that it was, it's actually been set up by the deep state so they can take cash away <laughs> from everybody because every, everyone's using cash for those un, untaxable jobs. Uh, what do you think?
1: I have, that's the like... I Million mean, dollar question. God, I mean... Look, I'll tell you what I think I don't know. I'll tell you what I think
0: I don't care. Yeah. Um, There's a great idea. was a great invention. If it was Elon Musk or Bill Gates or whoever. And guess what? fingers crossed it was one of them.
1: Bill Gates is behind it. He's saying, I mean, this whole unbanked thing, like he's going on national mm. television. Yeah. He, he's saying positive things about it. And he's right. The technology yeah. does need to improve. We all know that. I mean, mm-hmm. look at cat.com. It was worth heaps in the boom. Cat.com does nothing. <laughs> it does nothing. <laughs> but it's the birth of a new industry. So like, I, I don't give two hoots about who invented it. Mm. I'm just glad that they
0: did. It's good. Uh, mm. And
1: look, I mean, if I invented Bitcoin, I wouldn't want you to know who it was either.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. People would be wanting your ass. Do you, did you know um, that some of the biggest holders of Bitcoin are the FBI? Uh, I don't know if they
1: still hold. Yeah. Because I know Heidel, that they confiscated a lot uh, through various different avenues, um, one of the funny things—well, it's not funny; it's it's a joke. So not ha ha funny, but mm. like this is a goddamn joke. Funny is that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency still has this air of corruption, mm. money laundering.
0: The dark web oh, used, used to yeah, buy drugs exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Exactly, it's like come on, wake up! I think up. the U.S. dollars used for that too. Oh, maybe <laughs> you know.
1: It's um yeah it, it it and you asked a question before about the old the old dogs you know my yeah. parents you know yeah. the baby boomers yeah. guys you made your money in property all right? you yeah. made it hard for us We've yeah. got bitcoins so yeah we can't buy property in Sydney yeah, it's it a, it's
0: just, the most expensive property market in the world yeah boom yeah and who did well from that baby boomers what what what, what young kid out there is going to be able to afford thousand dollars a week rent for a one bedroom apartment in Bondi you know You've got the guys you
1: interviewed last time the guys that did the smile thing yeah they can they yeah can. yeah <laughs> yeah, right. yeah Nick and Alex That's who own so. High Smile Oh, the teeth whitening guys. I yeah. reckon they can. Okay. Legends, But yeah, it's, it's, um, it is, it's like that. And you know, we've got this opportunity now to take some control back and I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Who created it? I don't know, don't care, but
0: yeah. Okay, let's talk about some of the coins. Um, a few ICOs that are floating around at the moment. You mentioned one called uh, Horizon State. Is that up and running already? That's
1: up and running. Yeah. Um, uh, they've done very, very well. Um, just again, you know, these are business people um, but it's a new. I call it, kind of call it a new wave of business people. They're socially aware, and um, not just after making money. Gone are the days where it was just cut off everyone's head, money, 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 money. It's, it's. They're there for a reason. They want to make money. Don't get me wrong. Business is still business. Let's yeah. not be stupid about that. You know, it's not just about you know rainbows and lollipops, but they also want to help to have an impact on on the way the world is operating at the moment so Mm. we're seeing a huge shift not all of them because there i mean look it is a new industry and it's not regulated not Mm. yet Mm. it will be Mm. and when it does come as long as it's regulated well it'll be it'll be wonderful for the market Mm. because we'll all have a we'll all know where we're what we're playing with right Mm. now there's a lot of gray areas which like i said to you prior to this interview it's 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 an area where we, we're trying to do the right thing, but it's very difficult without having a yellow brick road. Mm. Um, so yeah, th- there's a lot of new younger generation people because mm. it's, it's technology, and you know, we're the generation of technology, mm. and the younger people, you know, ten mm. years younger than me. Mm. These are the people that are right at the forefront of the technology. Mm. It's Business is being done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so Horizon State's right there leading that charge. Another company called Power Ledger, mm-hmm. which is the sharing of, you know, we live as neighbours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can sell my power to you because I've got solar
0: panels. Oh, wow, can, that's great. It's a and, brilliant and so, idea. So you would do that with, with the coins. Correct. People you buying and selling power off each other with coins. That's right. Well, we've got to do something about the fucking but power is it, industry. It's such a rip off.
1: Isn't it just so, mm-hmm. like, isn't that just a non, like a no
0: brainer? That makes sense. And, like, and I've got solar powers on, panels on my roof. And like it has my bill hasn't dropped at all, but I'm pumping energy off the grid when I'm not using it, you know, yeah. back onto the grid. Yeah. And like, well, am I getting some of that back? Not a lot. Yeah. So Power Ledger sounds amazing. It so is. So we're we're gonna talk about a few of these uh, these different coins, but just just wanna remind everyone, you gotta do your own research. Absolutely. If you're interested in getting involved in cryptocurrency, please do not take. Anything whatsoever we've said in this entire podcast is gospel. Uh, we want you to, to find out and follow your own road and do your own research. And if you find something and you've done the research and you believe in it, by all means, go for it. But these are just a few things that I've, I've spotted that I've, I've found an interest in out there in the crypto world. And I'm going to ask you about them. And if there's a couple that you might have heard about that were interesting. And we're not, and I'm not paid by any of these companies or anything like that. And, and obviously the big ones. And I want to kind of understand the big one's a little bit better. And I'm sure that a lot of other people out there as well will want to try and understand yeah. them as well. So like Litecoin will go through Ethereum and a couple of others. And then I'll talk about some little lesser known ones. So Ethereum seems to be quite popular. It's a, a decentralized yep. um, contract. Pro- you want to explain it? Yeah, so I-
1: it's, it's, it's basically, um, uh, how do I put this? So it's a new, like Bitcoin's got its own sort of thing going. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make it very simple. Ethereum's got its own way of doing stuff. So if I'm gonna be a, if I've got a great idea that I want to, that incorporates the blockchain, I want to be on the blockchain, I need an in to that blockchain. I can build a business on the Ethereum network, okay? And there's NEM as well, there's a few others. Ethereum is probably, well, I. Without having the statistics, I would say Ethereum is probably the most popular, the ERC20 token. So you can build onto that block and create a business around that. Now, that's why it's the second most popular token um, out there. And I I believe that it has the potential to go on to be one of the largest companies in the world as this space evolves and grows. I mean, you consider the fact that blockchain now, I don't know the market cap today, but it's probably around... Four to six hundred billion. Hmm. Apple's valued at eight hundred and eighty billion. The Nasdaq's eight point eight trillion. Yeah, so we're still nothing, we're really nothing at the moment. We're nothing. So the value of Ethereum um, is sort of underpinned by its use case and the companies that work below it, the work inside of that uh, ecosystem. So um, that's sort of how it works. So each ICO or each because it's not all of them start with an ICO. If you want to work within hmm. that ecosystem, you've got to effectively use one that's already there or create your own. Hmm. Now, it's very complex to hmm. create your own. And why would you create your own when you've got effectively um, Vitalik, or Vitalik, or however you want to say his name, uh, he is the father of Ethereum. Now, Ethereum is like the Google uh, of cryptocurrency in the sense that it has the best uh, developers, the best brains, the brightest people. So why would you go and try and create your own when you know the best of the best are in this space? Yeah, so it's, right. it's kind of like, a, you know, plug yourself into that, mm. use their resource to get on the block, blockchain mm. to make it work. So there's different ecosystems. Mm. Ethereum is probably the most frequently and commonly used mm. to get you on and therefore in the ICO. So you, um. if you're going to do an ICO, you've got to have Ethereum. In a wallet address, so cold storage or my Ether yep. wallet, and then you give that address to you log yourself in. So boom, your smart contracts there, mm. and then you send your uh, Ethereum five, six, whatever Ethereum you want mm. to their address, and now you're locked in. Mm. Then when the tokens come to market, mm-hmm. they come back to your wallet. So it's got to be compatible with a um,
0: Ethereum address. So Ethereum, has a use, it works. Bitcoin, yeah. you you uh, we talk about Ethereum and how people. Uh, who work there, are uh, the best minds in the business. They're great programmers. Um, I've heard a couple of people say that and agree with who's running Bitcoin at the moment, doesn't think it's, it's the best team. Uh, how do you think it's going?
1: Uh, they need to scale. They need to scale. So like with, with any business, um, you know, you need to scale if you're going to grow. Bitcoin's issue is the, the time it takes to transact. It's not quick and it's highly expensive compared to other options. Now, again, you know, talking about Vitalik, he is pretty much the godfather of crypto because there is no Mister Bitcoin. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean. (laughs) So there's only one face to turn to, and that brings a level of um, leadership Mm. um, and confidence. So Bitcoin is kind of like herding cats, Mm. and Ethereum is like with Vitalik that there's actually a man at the top of that. You know, driving it, driving the battleship. There's a face to it, so you can Mm. you can trust somebody because somebody is there to be trusted or not. Yeah. Um, So it's a bit different Mm -hmm. in that respect. And Uh, that's what you want to look for
0: if you're looking for an ICO as well. Who's the head of it? Who's the guy leading the ship? Who's the team? What what did he do before? And you you just Google someone's name who's starting a coin and if you see they had a used car company in Parramatta and that's all they've ever done other than starting a a coin, then you know something dodgy might be going on. Something might not work. So what's Litecoin? What's the go with that one?
1: Uh, Litecoin is a a token created by Charlie Lee. Um, He sold all of his Litecoin at the end of last year, I think.
0: Um, that, but, that's a worry though when someone does that that runs it all
1: oh uh, yeah you, you might look at it like that um, mm. and many did but his holding in it wasn't so big that it was going to crash anything mm. um, I, I really respect Charlie Lee because he's probably the second biggest name in crypto right. uh, as far as a legitimate name that, that is there and I respect him because he's taken himself away it's become more than I could have ever imagined I've made more money than I could have ever dreamed of I want to take money out of the equation mm. now I don't want to be linked to the financial outcome. I, I just want to make this work properly. Yeah, uh, And that way he's unbiased when he works with other people and companies that are coming onto the system and you know, you know, merging whatever it is that they're doing, because I don't know mm. everything, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm not concerned that he sold it, especially from the way that I've been following him for a while. So you mm. get a bit of a feel for this. Mm. So if someone's a dickhead, they're a dickhead, right? Mm. And you work that out relatively quickly. And yeah. Litecoin hasn't had to fork so a fork is like Bitcoin Cash, yeah. where they try and make it faster, better, yada yada. Mm. Litecoin is one of the few that hasn't done that.
0: Well There was a, a dodgy thing going around on the web the other day that Litecoin was going to fork. It may do. And uh, and you do a bit of research into it, you find out it's just someone trying to get your oh your address, your, your Litecoin address. So be yeah. really really careful. Do not ever show anyone yeah. whatsoever, even your no. mother, your dog. No. Don't, don't even do it in the vicinity of a camera. Uh, don't, don't even show yourself unless you actually have to. Have your tinfoil your hat private on, address. Yeah. <laughs> just, keep, just keep it on. You, you've got to keep it as quiet as you possibly can because that, that is your cash and that is where it is kept.
1: And this comes back to education, man. Like mm. if you want to be in this space, you can do really well. If it continues to go the direction it is, obviously you can make money and you can lose money. It happens to everybody, but mm. you, if you're safe, Everything I do, teach, run, everything mm. in my whole life, and mm. even down to the business side of it, it's all about mitigation of risk. Mm. If you're thinking about making money, mm. you're letting the dogs and the wolves in the back door because mm. all you're looking is forward. You have yeah. gotta make sure that everything is safe and mm. secure. Mm. And if you don't know, Learn it. If in doubt, stay out.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why it's good to just sit back, join one of those groups where all these people who are trading uh, are doing it over and over again every day and they're making money and losing money. Just watch them. and Learn. And just learn. Sit back, relax. Um, uh, One other thing uh, that I've heard people say about uh, different crypto coins and ICOs, is it a Darth or a Yoda? Have you heard of that? So basically they're Uh. saying is... Is it uh, a new coin set up by an evil banking system <laughs> yeah, or, or is it one that's actually trying to do some good in the world? And a lot of people would say Ripple is daft because it's got a lot of banking money behind it. Do you want to talk about Ripple for yeah, a sec? Yeah, oh,
1: like, I'm going to get frowned upon by a few people in the community for saying what I'm going to say, but you know, I am who I am and I'll say what I believe in and that's that. I'll stand by it. But uh, people have this ideal that, Maybe that, you know, this is our market and that's theirs. Yeah. I don't dig that at all. I'm an inclusive person. Yeah. Uh, I'm not exclusive because what makes us better? Like we're effectively, if that's the way we're going to act, we're replicating what they did. Yeah,
0: it's true.
1: I don't get that. Uh, As a business goes, I think it's a great one. Ripple Mm. was my very first investment aside from Bitcoin because it made the most sense.
0: Yeah. Um, so And why did that make them, make the most sense? They were doing deals and I've, I've been following them on Twitter and they're saying that they've, they've got a deal on the road with American Express and That's why. a few other organisations. They've
1: got the ecosystem for banks to plug into to transact quickly and efficiently and easily. Mm. But, so get this, right? The, whoever put this together, I can't remember the dude's name because uh, it's not really important to me, is like if you can have a business that takes advantage, well, not advantage, this might be the right word, but can benefit from the current ecosystem that exists within our world called mm. fiat, money, banking, yeah. the big dogs. Tied together. And you can have a token that can take advantage of the, like what, you're killing it. Like what a guy, what a team. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. They've hit this, they, they work both angles. Mm. I, I just don't get there like, oh, we wanna keep it decentralized. And like, I'm mm. all for that. But yeah. I mean, it gives, it's an inclusive
0: environment mm. that I'm after, not just a,
1: we are over here. That's with a our lot of the geeks. We so were there
0: first. The, we were here first. Why can not they come in and take over our world with yeah. their big globalist money? Yeah. And, and a lot of people like that are thinking that that the, the highs and the lows are controlled by you know the deep state and people who have got a lot of money. And we're going down the rabbit hole here a little bit, but you are. Uh, but <laughs> I am. Do Do you think that um, that the market is being controlled by a, a, a small group of people with a lot of money because the uh, the look, market cap is so small <laughs> in cryptocurrency at the moment?
1: Uh, I mean, look, I would be naive to say that I didn't think that. um, And I'd be naive to say that it definitely occurs because the the truth of the matter is that I I don't know. Mm. I will never know. Excuse me. I I do know that, you know, with. Unregulated spaces comes risk, mm. as far as, yet, yeah, people will do whatever they want to to make money. People are unscrupulous, they will, you know, I've seen people go from nothing to having lots of money very quickly, mm. and they all of a sudden change into a totally different version of dickhead than they used to be. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but I've also seen it change people in a positive way, like it, yeah. it cuts both ways. Yeah. So, yeah, th- there are there is a the potential for people to manipulate markets, um, you know, if you're an in, if I'm trading, I'll trade the top ones, mm. all right. <clears throat> just because it's harder to manipulate a bigger market cap. Mm. If I'm trading something on a smaller time, uh, sorry, smaller market cap, more less money to move it. Mm. So, again, it comes back to risk. Yes, yeah. I'm aware that I'm sure that it does happen. Mm. Not because I've got any proof of it, mm. but because this is just the way the world works. Mm. There are good guys and there are bad guys.
0: Do you ever pump and dump? Absolutely not. No.
1: Oh, look, I'll trade. I'll trade. If I'm in a trade for an hour, two hours, that's not a pump and dump. Yeah. That, that's a trade. Pump and dump is a collective of people generally, and they go in and they, they like, if you got, if you're an influencer, yeah. John McAfee, for example, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. What's the go with that? Because he's talking yeah. up coins, they go up. He's getting a cut. Pump and a, dump. Yeah.
1: Pump and dump. Now, what I don't like about pump and dumps is that people get hurt. People they that do. don't know. So you get somebody who's come through. They've bought. They've worked out the process of getting on exchange, mm. buying the Bitcoin, sending it over here, mm. and they're like, "Oh, they're new. They've got some Bitcoin. They're going to do. They're doing their thing," and they, they they start following someone like John McAfee or, or some other pump and dump, or some other influencer. Mm. They don't know the motives of these people. I can tell you the motives of these people. Mm. Generally, selfish. Mm. Um, they go and say this about. I mean, there's ways to promote a project, and there's ways to pump and dump. And mm. what was happening, whether he liked it or not was that John McAfee was pumping and dumping. And what was happening was that people would try and buy in and Mm. they would get slippage all the way up, so they might wanna get in here, but they can't Mm. until here. And then it goes to here, Mm -hmm. and then everyone sells it that was in here, and then they're back down here, and oh dear. They just lost
0: eighty percent of their portfolio. It's ridiculous. There are so losers in there, and I don't. you got to be careful because the- <laughs> there's a lot of people. This is this would be a good thing to talk about before we just uh, finish up with a couple of more coins. I want to want to talk about. Um, there's a lot of people who've got uh, little videos on YouTube. They're sitting on the front of their Ferrari with their shirt off, talking up different coins and how they've just made, um, you yeah, know, ten million dollars. They bought a castle and have four Lambos. Um, I have friends who talk about that online and they've only made a a few hundred bucks. (laughs) So you've really got to watch out for those freaks, but you've you've seen a lot of people like that. That's the whole point I'm in this business Influencers as they call
1: themselves. That's, I mean, coming back to the whole Trader Cobb thing, like that is why I'm doing it. Mm. Um, I'm sick of seeing people taken advantage of, Uh, I'm sick because look, you don't know what you don't know. And look, it cost me a small fortune to learn to become a good trader. It cost me money in education. It cost me money in like and my education was losing money as well as, you know, that sort of thing. But I was very fortunate that I was able to work with some very good traders and get a disciplined structured approach. Not just people that were, you know, standing next to Lambos with a no plate that says prosper, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that yeah. that claim to be experts and this is where you've got to be careful and you know, what I say to everybody is, look, you know, if, if you don't get what I do, don't do it. It's that simple. You've got to find something that you understand. You don't need to know exactly how it works, but mm. you've got to understand the logic behind what this person or people or whatever mm. is saying. Because, yeah, they might say, hey, this algorithm trading works brilliantly because they've got a PhD in mathematics. Mm. It's not going to make any sense to me. Mm. So why would I, you know, work with them? Find something that makes sense. Spend some time learning about the people and the business and what they're doing. I mean, I put out... Every day I'm putting out free content because I don't necessarily want anyone to do anything with me until they feel comfortable that they can trust me and that we can do it together. That's really important, you know. The whole thing with cryptocurrency is we lost trust in the banking system pre or post GFC, and if we have another one, if we lose trust again uh, in what's whatever's going on now, because I haven't been. As hands-on in this market, though, so I'm not quite sure around the catalyst of this collapse so far. Mm. But if we have a, a cataclysmic event like the subprime mortgage crisis that we mm. saw, and blatant disregard for the everyday man, and people then, are going
0: to put their money somewhere.
1: Correct, and you know these these bankers are walking off back onto their yachts going
0: ha ha
1: ha, <laughs> and not going to freaking jail. Yeah. Like
0: it's so shit. A loss
1: of trust goes to this market, and then yeah. we start to take control back. That could be a good. Who knows what's going to happen? I like but again, I don't want to see that. people lose money. We'll take control.
0: Hey, uh, did you see the uh, the guy who started Tron? Uh, I don't know what his name is. You know, there's a coin called Tron, and I have a few friends who invested in it. And the other day, he he tweeted out all these amazing things, doing it, doing another deal. And I I I, copied, I, I followed all of the uh, yeah. comments that people were making after, and they're saying, "Why? What are you talking about? Why are you saying this?" And then about four or five hours later, there was the biggest amount of um, Tron that, that someone had screenshot from the blockchain and Moving. it had just been sold straight after he said that. Because if, if something was going to go up after someone said something amazing, you'd, you'd want to hodl and keep your coin. But And a lot of people are saying that he was just doing that so he could dump a whole shitload of it.
1: And that's the beauty of the transparency of the blockchain yeah. right there, man. You couldn't find that out with the banking system nope. or the stock market. You'd have no idea. You can see the order go into level two if you're yeah. sophisticated, but you don't know who it is. Um, hmm. So yeah, like that again. And you people watch this. as you become more sophisticated. You can actually watch the top wallet hold the top addresses. You don't know who owns them, hmm. but you can see
0: the top addresses and what you know who they are. Now, if that address now moves three hundred thousand across to this one, oh wait! So you can see the the top addresses are people who hold the most of the coins on the blockchain. Wow, I didn't know so that. So therefore, you can go oh some big some big swinging dogs just you know sent
1: money or sent x amount over to wherever they sent it to or to a, to 200%. An typically when it moves, it's moving for a reason. Yeah. If you're a hodler, if you're investing, if you're a long-term holder, why are you going to move it? If it's offline, you know, if if it's on, if, you know, you've got it there, why would you move it unless you're going to do something with
0: it? Yes, right. So, so you can see if they just move it between wallets. Yeah, you can see everything. Wow, it's that's a transparent so cool. system yeah. that allows. you. you of there's no, like no name to it. It's not like Craig I knew Cobb it was, did this, but you can see.
1: Right. So you can kind of get it. Get oh, okay. Well, what's going to happen here? Now they can be. This can be negative and positive. Mm. You know, people that if if there's some good news, like if they're a, a you know a, a major holder of the token because they're in, within the company and they go right, we've got a big deal coming out. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to take some profits. Hey, fine, free market, it's cool. Do what you got to do. It's it, they're your tokens. You've built mm. it. Well done. Let's let you bank in your success. I'm mm. all for that, but it can also be derived as you know like what you just said oh all this is happening what's happening nothing really nothing specific i'm not, not going to say anything specific but really good stuff moon lambos
0: boof down haha yeah, took my money bad luck correct so you got to be so careful we could sit here and literally talk for hours about this because mm. i'm fascinated by it i think there's an incredible future in it yeah. and and the industry needs more people like you who are telling it like it is yeah. and and I think being a salt of the earth Aussie who just says it exactly like it is is what people need in this industry because there's so much bullshit out there yes um so if people want to uh, to, to watch your online courses uh, or or your online uh, blog and and find out more information how do they do that at tradercob.com.au Dot com, not dot .au, dot com. Um, and they You're you are worldwide. worldwide. I am worldwide. Well, that's what it is, man. It's Prestige worldwide. worldwide. That's it. Wide, wide.
1: Twitter, trader it's C-O-double-B for Bravo. Hmm. Uh, and Twitter, Facebook, you know, the, the, the normal social channels. If you go to the website, you can subscribe to the uh, bi-weekly free video I send out. Yeah, That's your first port of call. <clears throat> There's heaps of free stuff on the website. You know, I'm pretty accessible, so just ask me a question on, on any of those socials, and if I can get there, I will. I, I, I do put aside a certain amount of time for being with my, with my community.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but as you can imagine, there's quite a lot going on. But I, I do try and reply to every single person that comes through.
0: Would you ever consider doing a weekly show? Yes, absolutely. Um, You'd kind of have to do it live though, wouldn't you? Because the market's changing so quickly Oh, and so it depends much.
1: on what the topics are. I mm. mean, look, if you're talking fundamentals, not so much. If you're talking mm-hmm. trading, I mean, look, every, Every day I do live videos mm. for my network, so I've got a community. If, if they're on my scans, mm. like I'll do a top hundred scan every single morning, nine o'clock mm. Sydney time, right? Mm. Every day, a number of my members that are at that level, mm. they'll be there, and I'll commentate every single chart that they look at. Mm. The idea is not to give them tips, not at all. It's to show them a routine and a process that they can then sort of start to work their own out. Because mm. trading's about routine, man. Like it's, yeah. you've got to be structured in everything you do. Like mm. the dude, that I'm, the dude that you're speaking to right now, mm. this is Craig Cobb. Yeah, yeah. hi. Um, I am different hmm. when I'm trading to who, you're, who I am now. All this happy fun stuff, ha, <laughs> yeah. spontaneity disappears, structure comes structure. in you know, and that's it, laser yeah. focus. So it's I've had to create different personalities to, to be good at trading uh, and that was the hardest thing for me. So mm. I'm trying to just help people to take yeah, a few cool. steps ahead.
0: Well, I hope you do a weekly show because I'd watch it and I know a lot of other people would and, and a lot of the crew have, uh, have come in here to sit here and watch you to talk today because uh, it's such an exciting space. And yeah. and you got the goods, my friend, and look forward to uh, seeing more Thanks, of bro. you on the telly and uh, in cyberspace. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. Trader Pleasure. Cobb. Thanks, bro. On the mic. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters.